Hump Day Quickies Swingers Confessions is intended for mature audiences only and contains explicit language and sexual situations. This is not intended as any professional advice. Welcome to Hump Day Quickies Swinger Confessions. Here in the sex apartment, we share our own sex positive stories and welcome our friends to open up about their experiences in the ethically non-monogamous lifestyle. In today's third and final episode of our favorite moments from season one, we relive how Han and Leia keep their lifestyle memories, how Echo wants to hunt a vanilla unicorn, and how Ashley is tied down, blindfolded, and used while RJ watches on FaceTime. All right, we are back for part three of our best of, and I really believe we have saved the best for last. We really have. As we recorded throughout the season, we did slide episodes here and there because we wanted to save some of the really strong ones for the end. I think all of these clips that we're about to play have a very special place in this season. Yes. We have enjoyed recording with every single person that we have brought in here. We love every single bit that they have shared with us and how much they've opened up and how excited every single one of them is to come back and share more stories next season. And honestly, it's really been hard to choose a favorite because there are so many moments that we enjoyed from start to finish with each and every person that we interviewed. Picking our favorites was just, we were whittling down and it, it was hard. The, the most beautiful thing about your idea to keep this at 30 minutes or less <laughs> yeah. has been that none of these episodes or moments have felt like throwaway episodes where like, all right, we just got to get something out. So let's just put something out there. We've managed to get a solid 20 to 30 minutes of content out of every single one of these stories. I really appreciate how much everybody shared and how willing they are to share. Last episode, we talked about how we ask our guests about moments where they've learned something, but something I've really enjoyed and kind of unexpectedly enjoyed over this past season is learning something from our guests that they do that has really just blown my mind or blown me away. The moment I'm talking about is our giggly Leia and Han, where they share that they put their thoughts into notes. I really thought I was a badass by having our little app where <laughs> I marked like down mark. who it was and a couple little doggy missionary <laughs> came in her mouth. No, these two. <laughs> I know. I absolutely loved their idea and I loved how connected they were sharing their notes with each other. They are really mindful of every second that they are sharing with other people and bringing it back to their relationship in some way, shape or form. And I just love their idea with the notes. So with that, let's hear Leanne Han from episode 32 sharing how they keep track of all of their lifestyle moments. So side nerd note, we actually keep notes of nice. all of our experiences. Not a, not a nerd not note a nerd. because I have an app that I keep very detailed. I was going to say who, who's in it, like, what we've done. Yes. And 
And so like we actually have notes and both of us, it was kind of incredible because we wrote them separate and then put them in the, the note app together and then read each other's. And the one takeaway was just how intense that moment was when he was like, no, come back right now. And right? that is awesome. That's so awesome. Now, being someone who likes to read forum letters, mm-hmm. I know your phone's over there. I'm willing to wait for you to go get it if you're all right with reading the notes from that first moment, because I think that would be Present. incredibly high. If you're all right personal. with sharing it. Yeah. And you totally, if it's if you don't want to share it, that's fine. I totally understand. Yeah. But you don't have to. I just think it would be. So we even started with like the nerves from the second I left the house. Yeah. And like we started from the moment the experience started. That's- um, to the oh, to the moment the experience stopped, right? It's really cool. That's really I think cool it, I think it was really cool. Yeah. yeah, I mean, literally on our on our app, it's just names and names and this position, basic, this position, uh, this position <laughs> done. <laughs> but we, it, but that's something you've been doing since first. <laughs> so because I did them in bullet points. <laughs> bullet, <laughs> Love it. Bullet point number four was: I remember that I was visibly shaking <laughs> when we entered for at least the first twenty minutes. Oh. oh. I did write that her lips were soft and her touch was very gentle as we began kissing. Because <laughs> back to your it soft is. arms. It's so it, it's an it's just such a different experience. Here's an interesting point you you wrote. By the time she asked to take her dress off, I was itching to take my clothes off. I wanted all three of you to see me naked. I wanted you to see my naked body pressed against hers. I wanted to see that too. <laughs> <laughs> I did right. I'm still not 100% sure what possessed me. Uh, maybe our steamy night in the pool when we talked about you watching me with another man. I think I just needed to know if I hated it or not. So I asked her if we could switch. <laughs> Item 43. Go ahead and you can read it because I just got there. Okay, so you must be writing this. Yes, I was going to say, writing you, you read item 43 then. Yeah. If you wrote it, you should read it. Okay. So this is what I wrote, item number 43. When you said, come back here, I remember feeling complete desperation for you. It wasn't desperation in a bad way. It was an invigorating sensation. I wanted you and only you at that very moment. M and B were no longer in the room for me. I think I sucked your cock, but I really remember how good your cock felt when you finally buried it in my pussy and filled me with your cum. I don't know if I can say that out loud. Uh, you, you can, and it, it's you experience is, it's something we experience every single time. I I love that you put that into words. To be honest with you, because that's something I say all the time. We have just that reconnection is amazing, and it's something I have the hardest trouble putting into words. But that says it all right there. Absolutely. And I tell him all the time. I'm like, after I've kissed a couple different people. And then I come back to him. Kissing him is just home. You know, it's so amazing. And it just, it makes you feel so good. And not to say that all of the other kisses were bad or anything. It's that, that moment that you get back together, that moment, it's just, it is intense. It is the best feeling in the world. And you, I, I love that you guys put that into words. That's great. That is so great. I love this. Mm-hmm. I That's, told him it's, it's fantastic. so when he's old and he can't remember, I can read it all back to him. <laughs> that, is, that is true. That's my goal. <laughs> Your own forum. That's yeah. That's I, I really love that. Yeah, that's that's pretty great. So thank you for sharing that. Yeah. 
So we still feel that we absolutely love exactly how they're doing this. Just so cool that they're really documenting it and they have something to go back on and and kind of pinpoint feelings. I'm really looking forward to next season when we have them back to share some more of their bullet points. (laughs) And I'm really, really hoping, and I know they're listening, they've written something out and we can hear something uh, a little penthouse forum style. Yes. Looking forward to it totally. Now, speaking of penthouse forum style, one of my favorite moments this season was as Echo and Falcon were sharing their Uh ultimate fantasy. Yes. And when they came back to A, record on the new microphones, and B, answer the newest question for Hump Day Quickies, which is, what's on your lifestyle bucket list? And we got to hear the story about... Feather, the barista. Ah, yes, the feather story from episode 38. Of the 5,000, we've talked about many of them. And I could picture it. I can talk through it. I could think about what I would be doing, what I'd be wearing, how I would look. And I could even put the entire storyboard together. For this fantasy, it, it leaves me so vulnerable, which is so weird because in order for this fantasy to happen the way that we've talked about it, it would require me to be incredibly empowered. And that's such a weird dichotomy to have. I think it's one of the hottest things I've ever heard coming out of my wife's mouth. So um, it is based in a little bit of of truth. Like there's an actual human named Feather. She was serving us coffee like three years ago. We frequent the same coffee shop. As you've mentioned, we're very social beings. And so we got to know Feather and got to know who she is and what she likes and some of her quirks. Just would think, oh, that's Feather. And, you know, like if you think about a personality of someone who's named Feather you is, and know that she works in a coffee shop, you essentially, you know her, like you now know her personality <laughs> and who she is, right? <laughs> okay. um, it just, she gave us our coffee Bye, Feather, right? And we walk out and I looked at Falcon and I said, I would totally make Feather giggle cry. Like get her to come so hard that she cried and like laughed at the same time, which is a skill that Falcon has. But I have never, I'm bi-comfortable, right? Even bi-friendly, right? (laughs) Um, And I like going down on women. Women, uh, women are so soft, right? I know, I know. Um, But that was the first time that I had ever threw it out there and Falcon would not let it go. (laughs) What do you mean? (laughs) What would that look like? And for a year and a half, it like we'd pick up that fantasy and put it down because we are not unicorn chasers, but we are like feather chasers. (laughs) (laughs) This feather character. And over time, like, COVID hit and Feather found a new coffee shop somewhere else. So like we don't see her anymore, which is so sad because I totally would have gone to the next level and like flirted with her. I have no interest in women for the sake of women. I'm not bi-curious, right? I'm not, God, I just want to lick her. Like that's not something I seek. But more than anything, I love making Falcon happy. Falcon loves touching the third rail. So many of our 5,000 fantasies are his. And I would do just about anything to help make those things happen. Falcon wanted the 15 minutes, barely no, let's go fuck their brains out. Absolutely love. That's what you want. We'll make it happen because then I get rewarded. So the thought of, I knew I have the kind this weird ass confidence that I could make feather giggle cry. Like, where would that come from? But I did not necessarily have like a need or want to pull off her panties and spread her legs and go down on her. 
the thought that my love wanted to see that happen and wanted to see what I could do and wanted me typically tends to be more submissive, stretch myself and be in charge, even as it related to you a little bit, not can't top you, never be able to top you Falcon, but to be the one who is the playmaker and chooses what happens when normally that's what we say, right? Love. Absolutely. It is. is you say when you say where, but this would be me. Yeah, It's on me. We have a thing with power play. So dominating this cute little perky feather isn't that powerful of like, we don't want to scare her. That's not the purpose. Not a purpose of spreading her like and take it, fucking take it. That's not, that's not the purpose here, but it's more like the Cheshire cat feel. Spread your legs. Let me touch you. Doesn't that feel good? Oh, Falcon, I think she likes it. Look at her smile. To be able to make that happen is incredibly erotic. To be able to turn you on in that process, Falcon, is incredibly erotic. And to be able to take off her clothes, to feel her nervous, and to be able to calm those nerves with kisses and with words, but also a firm hand in letting her feel like it. You're wet. Feel you're wet. Your body wants this. Let us make you feel good. I like I want that. I want to be able to do that. I want to be able to watch you fuck her. But before that happens, I want to be the one to hold your dick and to put it in her. And I want to be able to like have you and be the one to move your dick out of her and then suck you real quick to taste her on you and then to put you back into her and to do that again and just repeat it and have it be like a really slow, methodical process and to have her be like, what is going on? And to kind of have you like low-key at your knees too because I, your member's in my hand. I'm in charge at that moment. And to be able to look at you and during that moment to be able to ask, this is what you wanted, right? Am I being a good wife? This is what you wanted. I want to experience that. <sighs> After that, you want to be able to have her sit back, maybe in like post-coital bliss, and be able to watch as you finish in me. I don't want that though, babe. She doesn't get to watch me be vulnerable. That's not part of it. I don't know how the fantasy ends. I just... I, I know that something happens. I know that we make this 20-something feel really, really good and safe. And we get her to fucking come like crazy. I get to like show power over her, but in like a really nice way where she doesn't, she's not like marked or anything like that. She's just really wet and has jelly legs and leaves going, what? Like the fucking Alice in Wonderland, what the fuck did I just experience? Echo really channeled her fantasy in this episode. And I just love, I mean, her voice changed everything. And do you remember when we recorded this, they were like locked eyes across the room. Now, typically we sit on the L-shaped couch here in the sex apartment and it really is an apartment. And we sit in the living room and we have converted a coffee table into a recording studio. And it's you to my left, me in the center of this L, then it's typically the female next to me of the couple followed by the male. Before we even sat down, they Falcon were, said, yes. oh, no, no, Nessa, I'm sitting over here. 
I need to watch as Echo tells me the story. And so we switched spots and moved all around. And as Echo started telling the story, you and I weren't in the room. No. The, we, yeah, just, we didn't we exist. We sat back yeah. and watched those two connect. It was truly one of the most powerful moments of the season. It really was. Yeah. And just watching this fantasy build between the two of them, how intense this moment is for both of them. Yeah, this was a true fantasy. The way that they were able to connect across the room and just look in each other's eyes and share this fantasy really like block us out. You can tell that they have sat bed at night and told each other this story over and over again. Yeah. And I would do anything to fucking find feather for them. Because if I could make this dream a reality for them, I, I know I'd be a hero. Oh my gosh, but I hear you. Yeah. The number of times I've Googled uh, Feather Barista and <laughs> their hometown, and it's it's really not coming it's up. Not I'm coming a little up. disappointed. But <laughs> one day I will find Feather. So Feather, if you're out there, please call the hotline, 844-4-HUMPDAY. <laughs> um, which reminds me about fantasies. So we talked to... RJ and Ashley in this episode and Ashley shares uh, about this amazing hot wife experience where she goes to the guy's house. He gives her all sorts of instructions and then blindfolds her. Notes left to the house. Oh yeah. It was, it's so hot and really, truly a fantasy of my own. I, I remember watching you as we recorded this. Yes. And this was an episode that you went friend to friend that we had recorded with telling them, wait until you hear this episode. This is amazing. You have to hear what she says. This turned me on so much. And the text messages and everything that we got after this episode were unreal. Yeah, I think I may have been rendered speechless. I might not have said much in this episode, but I I just thought that the entire experience from start to finish was so incredibly hot. And uh, I can't wait till the day I get to have an experience similar. So, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> so before we share this next episode, I really want to thank everybody for taking the time every week to spend 30 minutes of their hump day or whatever day they can to listen to our little stories and our friends' stories. And we have really, really enjoyed this season and can't wait for next season. Absolutely. We appreciate every last moment you share with us. So with that, here's a clip from episode 43 with Ashley being tied up while RJ listens on the phone. Enjoy. Enjoy. This particular time, he seemed a little bit more excited than normal. I don't know what it was about this this moment, but uh, he did a lot of planning before I came over. Normally, maybe maybe because our meetings are sometimes spontaneous, so this one was a little bit more planned. I let him know when I was headed to his house and when I got into the driveway. This time, he responded when I sent the text that I was in the driveway. He responded saying, "Here are your instructions." That was the opening line. Ooh. Here are your instructions. <laughs> And I was Somebody like, just got excited over wow. there. Wow. <laughs> like, okay, something's different about this time. I was excited right away. I said, okay. He told me which door to come into and told me, go to the bathroom. And that everything was set out for me in the bathroom to undress, where to put my clothes, that everything was in the shower for me. Towel was laid out if I wanted to take a shower ahead of time. And that I was instructed after I was done in the shower to let him know when I was done out of the shower 
which this was all so mysterious to me because it's like, <laughs> he's home somewhere. I just can't see him. So here I am, you know, getting cleaned up for him. And then I told him I was out of the shower and then he told me to go to his bedroom and once in his bedroom to lay down that I should be naked, you know, giving me these play-by-play instructions and that I needed to take a picture of myself and send it to him once I was in his bed. And so I did, I took a picture, sent it to him, told him that I was ready for him. And this is just building and building. Once I sent the picture, I remember him saying that I had to be patient for him. Like he was really building this anticipation. So I had to to wait for him. And then I could hear in different parts of the house, like he started to turn on like music or something. So it was like this anticipation of building up, you know, when was he going to come in the room already? Like I was ready for him now. This continued this, uh, the next text message I got was that, um, you know, to start playing with myself, telling me I wasn't allowed to come. And then he finally came in and had a blindfold. He had some toys in his hand. He came very prepared (laughs) into the bedroom. Right away, my heart was pounding out of my chest anyways, because I've just built up all this anticipation and everything that we did or I wanted from that moment that he entered the room, I had to ask for, I had to ask for permission and please and thank yous and calling him sir and things like that. And so I, that, I, I came from this, yes, my <laughs> submissive right. side that this was not establishing him as my dominant by all means, but to bring out some of those things that I like, my head was already spinning. I was so excited because I was thinking, oh my gosh, I cannot wait to tell him all of this, you know, and once that's he, incredibly hot that even in that moment, you you were thinking back to, oh, this is going to be a fantastic story for RJ. Yes. That, oh, yeah. And that's what makes this work. From there, he started uh, like teasing me with toys and a lot of the foreplay was happening and, you know, the asking for things and please and asking me to tell him what I wanted and things like that. And so this built up to him totally catching me off guard and pulling out like straps that were hidden underneath the mattress that I did not know we're there the whole time. So he, I could see him pull them out, but then he blindfolded me pretty quickly that I didn't get to watch the process, but that was totally okay because blindfolded, everything was so much more heightened. So he had me strapped to the bed in like a full X. He took pictures of me and sent them to RJ while I was laying there. And he, he, verbalized this. He told me what he was doing, which was very respectful, but turned me on in the process that I knew. I don't, I couldn't see myself, but I know I felt hot. Like I knew what I was feeling. (laughs) So I was totally loving that he was taking these pictures and sending them to him. And then once that was done, he had said he was going to take me. And I was just so turned on at that moment, one, knowing what I was going to get, but thinking about his reaction of getting these pictures. So I was very ready to go. We had sex and no, we didn't have sex. We fucked. <laughs> that was I take that back. Rewind. And um, I did not have a lot of control in this specific moment, which again, went back to some of my submissive you know, behavior and things that I, that I like. Afterwards, he did not take the blindfold off yet. He undid all the restraints and turned me over and then whispered in my ear that he was like asking for my phone. Where was my phone? Because this whole time, I have no idea. I probably threw it through <laughs> after all that. But he wanted my phone so that he could FaceTime RJ and he put the phone up on his dresser. I could, st- I still had the blindfold on so I could hear that RJ was on the call. And so then he took off my blindfold. So it was exciting to see him, you know, on the call. And I looked a hot mess. <laughs> and he just had this huge smile on his face. And so it, it really was nice to feel like he was there and now going to like 
be a part of us finishing. And so again, this whole time I was instructed, you know, not to come as much as I like really couldn't help it. And, um, I wasn't able to until RJ was on the call and watching the end. And he said to RJ, he asked him if he could make me come. Mm -hmm. And of course he was like, absolutely. You know, that's a big thing for her too, is like the come control is, is the, is being told not to, or being told to go ahead and do it. It's like, that's a big thing for her. That ended with finally being able to come, <laughs> but loving every second because RJ was included in that and got to watch all this over uh, FaceTime. So he not only got pictures, but got to be included on the call. And just from the beginning moment to the end, it was, uh, it was a very hot experience. And mm-hmm. not only I just for concur. me, it was, it, I just, I was one that I really enjoyed because it, in a way we, we got to share it. RJ managed to record some of the audio from this encounter. Here is a peek into Ashley's pleasure. any of this been pre-planned between the two of you not at all wow not at all this was all his doing the only thing that he ever does with me is he will reach out to me beforehand just to make sure that i'm good with everything which is fantastic and then afterwards he reaches out to me and thanks me for allowing him to be involved and the fact that he took the time to plan this out and include you is a huge amount of respect. Yes. And yes. that's incredibly well done. And I can see why he's a regular. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> yes. Well, and I enjoy that this part of our relationship and our dynamic with, with that couple as well, because uh, as I mentioned before, his wife is does enjoy watching us as well. She's not as involved as RJ is, but she sure as heck does not mind when we shoot her a picture or two once in a while. And I'm the same way. As soon as I leave, I, well, she, she knows ahead of time anyways. Sometimes she's involved in the planning a little bit because he's a man, (laughs) you know, so sometimes I just need to check with the wife. Sorry. (laughs) Sometimes I need to check with the wife that everything is okay. And that time is really going to work. But I also think that it's a respect factor that she's included in the, the timing and the planning. And then afterwards, you know, thanking her as well. And so I, it doesn't happen all the time, but when I have that content, I do like to share it with her um, because I know she she likes that as well, and that kind of plays into the fun as well. I, I I think I also get off on wondering what she's thinking and watching those things and looking at those pictures, and it's a, it's another audience member, you know. Yeah. Nessa, you can wipe the drool off here. <laughs> I know. I know. So she was loving that story. Every second of it. Every second. <laughs> Season one. That's a wrap. Thanks for joining us for a Hump Day Quickie. We hope this brought you some midweek excitement. If you have your own confession you'd like to share with us and our audience, please call 844-4HUMPDAY and leave us a message. Can't wait to hear your sexy stories.